Father, we just want to thank you once again for this time. Thank you, Lord. This morning, Father, that you would speak to our hearts. Through your word, through familiar portions, even as we have come to the beginning of a new year, O oh Lord. Lord, you always are a God who gives us chances. Opportunities to know you, to know your will, and to surrender. So this morning, Father, even as we meditate upon your word, speak to our hearts. Lord, do your work. Father, even through the ministry of the word, minister your spirit to each one of us. Enable us to receive your spirit by faith. Convict us, exhort us, chastise us, encourage us. And Lord, write your law in the deepmost parts of of our inner man and cause us to walk in your ways. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. We worship you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise for this time. Surrender each one of us into your hands. Anoint us afresh this morning. In Jesus' name, Amen. See, to- total um, difference between uh, the Old Covenant, and one of the m- fundamental differences between the Old Covenant and the New. The Old Covenant, you'll see that they, God gave them laws and left it to themselves to obey. And they miserably failed. The New Covenant is completely different. God, through His grace, comes into us, writes His law in the tables of our heart, and He says, He will cause us to walk in His ways. That is remarkable. We cannot do it in our own strength. Even as we surrender ourselves to the working of the Spirit and the leading of the Spirit in our lives, God writes His law, God changes our mind, and He empowers us to obey if we believe truly. Okay. That is all subject to our believing him. He he empowers us to obey. So we know this familiar portion from scripture, right? Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. All of us want to please God. right? All of us want to please God. And the reason why, I mean, the only way we can please God is by faith. It is impossible to please God without faith. The only way. So, we want faith. I mean, we hear that word, no? Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So, here by, it's a hearing from faith. So, when we hear the word of God, God will grant us that faith. He is the one who is supposed to grant us faith. For, but for, for God to grant us that faith, there's certain things, certain doorways that He has, that He has ordained for us to receive this faith from God. And if we see, see, God has given us, God gave us this promise this year that He will cause us to repent. He will revive us. And when we repent and revive, He will empower us to resist the devil. So if we want to receive this promise, it is only, it is only by faith we can appropriate this promise. But to appropriate this promise, we need faith. And, but to get that faith, there is a pathway God has ordained. Let me show that path to you. These are foundations again, you know, very important foundations. Strengthen your foundations. The Bible says, in the book of Jude, and in the epistle of Jude, he says, My dear brothers, contend for the faith which has been once and for all delivered to you. 
And he says, build yourselves in the most holy faith, praying in the spirit and keeping yourself in the love of God. These are the final exhortations that he gives. And very important thing for us all is to strengthen our foundations, to be sure about our foundations. You see, um, um, one of the things that we, I, I tell my, I ensure my daughters when they, they want to progress, they want to finish very fast, they want to, want to move to the next level. I stop them. So, so many times I stop. I will not permit them to go to the next level. You know why? Because I know that their foundations are not very strong. So, Make it repeat. I mean, I'll cause them to repeat it again. Sometimes I make it, make them do the, do the whole hundred pages sometimes all over again. Much to their consternation. But I know if I don't do that, and if I don't make their foundation strong, if I don't inter- intervene into the, into the situation that they're going through, <laughs> later on they'll fall. Similarly, God also, you know, He is He's our Heavenly Father. We get, we derive all these principles from Him. You know, He will not permit us to progress. Unless and until he is sure and we are sure about, about our foundations. You see, Christian life is, is connected to a building. Okay. So, so once we get the permission from the MCH to build, there are two stages if I am right. First we lay the foundation and the guy comes and inspects the foundation. And if he is absolutely sure that the foundation is strong, then only he will give us the permission to give the builder the permit, permission to build the superstructure. And therefore, very important for us to go back to those foundations. We are starting a new year. Reiterate the foundations. Okay. And we want that faith. We want faith, right? Faith. Faith in Christ and faith of Christ. You see, um, there are two arcs in the, in the, in the Old Testament. The ark of Noah. That is the believer in Christ. And the ark of the covenant. That is the Christ in the believer. Both are arcs. So, the faith in Christ and the faith of Christ for us to live every day and to overcome every situation in our lives. This is the victory, like we heard on Friday, that overcomes even our faith. The victory is the faith itself which overcomes. So, how do I, there's a, there's a gateway, I mean, there's a pathway that God has ordained for us to receive this faith from God, which is free, it's a gift. But, there are certain things that, that certain, 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 um, not, I wouldn't say conditions, but there are, there is a pathway to receive that. And what is that pathway? Let me show you that pathway. We know this very well. Hebrews chapter 6, the foundation principles. The very first verse, only one verse. Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ. See, understand. Again, it's the principles of Christ. Okay. Understand. In the New Testament is all about Christ. The scriptures and Christ. These two are one. He has given us the scriptures, but the scripture talks about Christ, right? Therefore, leaving the elementary principles of Christ, let us move, go on to perfection, that is move on to the building of the superstructure. But then, in order for God to permit us to build the superstructure, there's one foundational principle which is very important. What is the foundation? Foundation of what? Repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. You see, faith is the second one. What? First has to take place is repentance. To receive, I mean, to, to, to receive this faith from God, the pathway of God is repentance. Look at again another, another passage in Acts chapter 20 and verse 21. This is also a very familiar passage. We know this very well. Testifying to both Jews and Greeks, repentance towards God 
and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, toward our Lord Jesus Christ, the finished, finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. Now, if you, you remember, in the, in the tabernacle, if you see, in order for them to move to the most holy place, in, for the priest to go to the most holy place, there are several, several things that they have to go through. But the first thing what they have to do is, they have to turn their back towards the east and enter in. That's the first, that's the first step. That is repentance. Next comes faith, putting your faith on the finished work of Jesus Christ on the altar. That is the altar that, that, that confronts them, the brazen altar. So the, the pathway is always repentance. And, 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 and as we heard that repentance is a gift from God, is a most incredible gift from God. We cannot manufacture repentance. It is godly sorrow that leads to repentance and that repentance will not cause us any regret. But worldly sorrow produces death. So this godly kind of a sorrow, only God can give. We cannot manufacture it in our own self, self. So, so you need to understand, salvation is ultimately the sovereign act of God in our lives. The intervention of God in our lives. And if that does not happen, then we will genuinely not repent. So let me show you a passage which actually emphasizes this fact that repentance comes from God. Let us, let me show you, and we know this passage again, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it in a, in a very simple way, I mean, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a order, order, orderly fashion, the way I understood, the order that I understood, so that uh, it'll help you when you meditate as to how this process of repentance actually happens and what, what are the, um, what are, how do I know? Okay. What is the, what are the characteristics of genuine repentance? Okay. Let us see. Uh, I'm coming from the from the from the uh, from the view that just repentance is a gift from God. Look at what it says in Second Timothy chapter two. This is a familiar portion. Let's read it. Let's read two verses or three verses, and then understand what repentance is all about. Godly kind of a repentance, a biblical kind of a repentance. How does it happen? Second Timothy chapter two, verse twenty-four. And a servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach. Patient. I mean, I, I, I started with this verse because one of the most important <laughs> uh, instruments that God uses in the process of repentance is a servant of God. I'll come to that. Keep that in mind, okay? Keep that in mind. Second. So this servant of God should, how, do, how should he instruct? In meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. Per, per adventure, or perhaps in other translations will say, if God per adventure will grant them or give them repentance. Anisha was praying, Lord grant us repentance. So genuine, that is the, that is a biblical kind of a prayer. Because we cannot repent. God has to grant us as a gift. If per, per adventure, God will grant them repentance. To the acknowledging of the truth. And that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him. By his will or at his will. It's remarkable, isn't it? So if I, if I, if I, I just wanted to put this whole thing in, uh, 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 break this two verses into fragments to understand how this happens. First, I understand that gift, repentance is a gift from God. Okay. So even what, when this, when this, how, how do you know that I genuinely repented? What it brings about is, it brings about conviction first. 
Second thing that happens is that you are quickened in your senses, spiritual senses. What does that mean? And the next thing that happens is that you begin to acknowledge the truths about yourself and about God. Okay? Next thing that happens is that you escape the snare of the devil. And what is that snare? We will, we will look at later on. Then what happens is that you stop opposing yourself. Okay. So, sometimes, some translations will use the word, you quit being in the opposition party. <laughs> okay. Then, your will gets activated toward God. These are the seven things that happen. When you look, analyze that two passage, that two verses, you'll see that it is a gift from God. And when God grants this gift, it, you're brought to genuine conviction. You're quickened in your senses. You acknowledge the truth. You escape the devil's snare. You stop opposing yourself and you surrender. So I, I put it in a, you know, in some words so that we will understand. First, what it brings is you understand that Godness compassion grants me repentance. It's a gift, right? So we didn't deserve it. So first thing we understand that it is the compassion of God. Second, that compassion brings us to what? Conviction. And this conviction leads to contrition. And this contrition expresses itself in four ways. Confession, submission, quitting opposition, <laughs> and genuine surrender. Okay. I actually put so many things. I said I put confession, capitulation, okay. stop contradiction, and co-notion. But I said these words will be very difficult for us to understand because we have to look for, look at the dictionary. So I thought these are familiar verses because I wanted, I was, I'm a guy who wants to put all C. Okay. Let us see. I thought. <laughs> so confession. You know, submission means cap- capitulation meaning you surrender your capitulation means coming, capitulate, you know, surrendering your headship. Hmm? That's what it means, right? You stop contradiction. <laughs> That is, you are in the opposition party and you surrender yourself completely to the will of God. The first thing, therefore, understand, this new year, we saw a new year. It is compassion, God's compassion, nothing else. So many did not have this opportunity. Every day you raise up, rise up in the morning. I'm telling you my, in my life, today I'm alive. Okay. It's because of the mercies of God. Compassion. First, it is a gift from God. Understand, it is an act of God's compassion. That is the reason why on, 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 on 31st night, pastor was saying, you know what? Lord, cause them to turn. Cause them to turn. God has to cause us to turn. We cannot turn in and of ourselves. Look at what it says in Psalm 80. Three times. Three times. Look at what it says in Psalm 80. Verse 3. Turn us again, O God. Look at this. Turn us again. You have to turn us. You have to cause us to repent. And cause thy face to shine. You know, remember that the, the, the blessing of the, the ironic blessing upon the children? The Lord bless thee and keep thee and make his face shine upon thee. That means and give you peace, etc., etc. The, the face of God meaning what? The favor of God. 
You see, the, 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 the way we know that we are enjoying the favor of God, we are, God gives us the ability to turn. It is not possible in and of ourselves. So, turn us, O God, and cause thy face to shine, and what? We shall be saved. Everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. That is Joel 2.32. Or will be delivered. But, and how do we call? Unless God causes us to, what? Turn. And causes his face to shine upon us. See? And why is he able to do that? Because he's able to show favor to us because he poured out his wrath upon his son. He showed us his kindness because he became the enemy of his son on the cross because his son became sin for us. He is able to bless us because his son became a curse. He is able to heal us because his son was completely taken away by our sick, yeah, by, 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 with our sickness. He bore our sickness on the cross. So he is able to shine upon us because of the, of the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. And therefore, he is only he is able to cause us to turn. First thing, and again, the second time. Look at how the psalmist addresses God in verse 7. Turn us again, O God of hosts. Who are you? A lot of hosts. I mean, yes, Yehovah Shabbat. That's the reason why uh, Martin Luther writes, no? Did we in our own strength confide? Did we in our own strength confide? Our striving will be failing. Were not the right man on our side, the man of God's own choosing. Does ask who that may be? Christ Jesus, it is he. Lord Shabbaoth, his name, and age to age the same. And he must win the battle. He won the battle for us on the cross. He disarmed principalities. He is Jehovah Shabbat. The name of God was upon him. Turn us again, O God of God of hosts. Cause thy face to shine and we shall be saved. And look at how he, how he ends this entire uh, psalm. In Psalm 80 verses 18 and 19. So will, we, so will not we go back from thee? Quicken us. Quicken us so that we don't go, so that we don't go away. Again, back from you. And we will call upon thy name. Turn us again, O God of hosts. Cause thy face to shine. And we shall be, what? Saved. You see that? It is God who has to cause us. You so many times God is telling, unless you cause me to turn, I will not turn. Look, Think about it, no? Three and a half years of famine, like pastor was talking about. No dew, no rain, nothing. Everything is parched land. And... Uh, Elijah confronts them and he says, if Yahweh is God, worship him. If Jehovah, if Baal is God, worship him. And the people not answer him. A what? A word. How long will you falter between two opinions? How long will you be double-minded? How long will will you be lukewarm? See? And then what? They did not even answer a word. Think about it. Hearts have become cold. Can these dry bones live? <laughs> Only you know, Lord. <laughs> Only you can do it. So it's impossible otherwise. Because we cannot, we cannot. So this, there's a tremendous warning there. There's a warning that, you know what, because we cannot manufacture this repentance when God is moving in His Spirit for us to, you know what, tune in with, with, with His working in our life and not resist Him. Lamentations chapter 5 verse 21 and 22. Again, an incredible passage. Look at what it says. Turn us back to you, O God. You see that again? Turn us back to you, O God. And we will be what? Restored. Remember the last year's promise? Year of restoration? Okay, I I don't know if it it was completely fulfilled in your your life, that you are completely restored. I was not. 
And you know, God is saying, okay, fine, 2021, 22, you were not completely restored. Okay, do one thing. Let me turn you back. And you will be what? Restored. Renew our days as a fault. Otherwise, unless you have utterly rejected us and remain angry with us beyond measure. That is how lamentation ends. He says, Lord, Lord, if you don't cause us to turn, if you don't cause us to repent, if you, if you don't restore us, you know what? It's, it means that you are angry with us. Think about it, no? If God is not working and he has left us to our ways, that is the worst punishment in our lives. God giving them up to their own passions, to a debased mind, to a reprobate mind, to do, to those, to do those things which do not profit them. It's a worst punishment. You see, failure at least will cause you to examine yourself. Success without God will confirm you in your rebellion. Think about it. Success without God will confirm you in your rebellion. You don't even know. It's like, you know, you have a symptom of rebellion, but you, that is, it's asymptomatic. You're carrying a disease and you don't even know the symptoms. And what is going to happen one day? Deathbed. Hurry, I didn't know. Yeah, but it was already there. And what, 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 um, hit that uh, rebellion inside of your heart was rebel- was was your success. You thought the favor of God was upon your life. But actually the fact was that you were a rebel. So thank God if he causes you to fail. <laughs> At least in your failure you will say, Lord, what is, a, what is wrong with my life? What is going on? You will begin to ask questions and then perhaps, perhaps you will turn. I pastors made so many times, you know, not all prodigals return. What a statement that is. Think about it. So it's the compassion of God. The compassion of God. Look at this. In Mark's gospel chapter 5, we know this is the Gadarene demoniac who's been literally taken captive by the devil to do his will. Literally. Completely under the influence of the demonic. Look at what happens in Mark's gospel chapter 5. And verse 15 onwards. Then they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon possessed. I love that. Who was what? Once upon a time? Demon possessed. I mean the word demon possessed is not the right translation. Was demonized or the influence of demons. And had the legion sitting first. Three things. He was sitting. He could never sit. So some children, they are never able to sit. Even when you make you sit, make them sit, they are always shaking. Have you seen them? Very restive. To make them sit in one position is one of the most difficult things that you can do. Sit. First, what is he doing? Sitting. Second thing, he is what? Clothed. And the third thing, he is in his what? Right mind. And they were afraid and those who saw saw it told them how it happened happened to him who had been possessed, uh, who had been demon possessed and about the swine. Then they began to plead with him to depart from their region. What a sad story. Think about it. Let's Let's go on. Then, and when he got into the boat, he who had been demon possessed begged him that he might be with him. Look at what the answer of Jesus, the answer that Jesus gives to this demoniac, once upon a time demoniac. Jesus answered, or rather did not permit him, but said to him, go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he had what? Compassion. It was compassion. You are literally captivated by the devil to do his will. And unless and until I had compassion on you, you will not sit, you will not be clothed in your right clothes, and you will not be in your right mind. 
It was a compassion of God. Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. Don't take the compassions of God lightly. Hmm? You see that? Matthew chapter 9. And then of course he departed and proclaimed the story, right? Matthew chapter 9. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. So he was doing all this. And look at how he actually looks at his people. This is Matthew chapter 9. The next verse was, excuse me, uh, I'm becoming a little... Yeah, excuse me. Yeah, 36 now. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion. What was he? He was moved with compassion. Why? Because they were weary and scattered. Vexed and scattered all over the place. And then he said, you know what? Truly the harvest is plenty and the laborers are few. Why Why are the laborers few? Not because they are gifted. Not because they cannot teach, they, they can't teach the Bible. Not because they, they are not having knowledge of the word of God. No, 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 no. Very few shepherds have compassion. Who can really truly express compassion upon these people? Very few. That is the reason why Paul says, Paul tells to the Corinthians, you had 10,000 teachers, but you have how many fathers? Only one father. Me. I was the one who literally shepherded you, birthed you in the spirit, shepherded you protected you. You were totally vexed and weary and scattered all over the place. I brought you to myself. I had compassion. Okay? Therefore, understand this. This is a gift of God. You know why? Because God gifts gives his gift because he has what? Compassion upon us. And because he has compassion upon us, he sends what? Servants into his vineyard. So that, you know what? Through the servants, he can what? Express compassion to everybody. And therefore he says, you know what? The harvest is plenty. The laborers are what? So what do we labor in? The labor of love. You see that? Not workers. Laborers. <laughs> I hope you understand the difference. So understand that repentance is a gift. So Acts chapter 11 verse 18 will say, when they heard these things, they became silent and they glorified God saying, then God has also granted the Gentiles repentance unto life. This is the NKJV. Look at the New Living Translation. New Living Translation. Okay. Acts chapter 11 verse 18. This is New Living Translation. When the others heard this, they stopped objecting and began praising God. They said, we can see that God has also given the Gentiles the... Just kiss that with your lips. Hmm? Privilege of what? Repentance. Do you know that repentance is a privilege? If you can repent today, it's a privilege that God has afforded you. Understand? I'm telling you, you know, if God has caused me to repent, it was a privilege. That is the reason why, you know, John is like overwhelmed by this love. He says, behold, what manner of love the father has showered upon me that I should be called the child of God. That is how we personalize it. Repent. Okay. Therefore, he says, you know what? In Lamentations chapter 3, 
this i mean jeremiah no he is he is he's called the weeping prophet right you know he wept and wept and wept and he says my my eyes are dry and you know what he says i'm so 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 tired of weeping my tears are dry so he says you know what bring the mourners please let them train let me train them to mourn and shed tears i mean it's remarkable if you want to be a genuine mourner the biblical kind of mourn blessed are those who mourn for they shall be ha ah, comforted so that you can comfort others with the comfort which, that you receive from god because is is called the god of what all comfort so he said please bring the mourners and he is mourning and mourning and he finally has to express his mourning he writes a book of lamentations and this is what he has to say in first two chapters is a dirge d i r g e so it's a uh what do you call a tragedy yeah so full tragedy and it's go, it goes on to say lamentation chapter 3 this i recall to my mind therefore what i have i have hope what is the hope through the lord's mercies we are not consumed okay because his compassions do not fail they are new every morning every year <laughs> 2023 we saw because of the mercies of god hallelujah do you think it, it's a privilege so many people didn't see young people died younger than you people passed away so many people committed suicide and that is the reason why he says i the lord do not change in the book of malachi he says i the lord do not change and therefore you sons of jacob are not consumed and what is what has not changed his compassions and what are they they are new every morning and that is the reason why the writer of book i mean paul in his in his epistle to the romans this is what he says in romans chapter 2 you see this is the compassion that god is actually showing for, towards you how do you respond look at what he says in romans chapter 2 romans chapter 2 he says or do you despise the riches of his goodness forbearance and long suffering three things riches of his what goodness forbearance means i should have hmm? you know it's like this no uh, i i i heard um, this preacher cbn i forget his name ah edward williams i got edward williams i got okay he was telling me you know how god shows us compassion it's like you know he says let me say i'm going on the scooter hmm all right and and i'm even as i'm going on a scooter in the hyderabadi gully okay suddenly one fellow will come from some side, some side some small boy comes what happens you sc- come to a halt okay come to a halt and you you park your vehicle and you say and suddenly you see the father from there <laughs> and you go away like that okay i mean you see I mean, he was just giving a crude example and he says you know what jesus god wants to mm, like this and he sees jesus for my for the sake of my son <laughs> forbearance that is forbearance he bore us <laughs> suffered long that is the reason why he says what it's the long suffering of god during the days of noah it says the long suffering of god waited patiently for how many years 120 years of patience 
that's interesting no how many times how much you should bear with your with your brother <laughs> 120 years of patience and finally 7 days of grace period i mean extended grace and then he finally has to shut because he's he's a god who's just and righteous why what is his will it is the will of god that nobody should perish you need to understand my brothers the greatest happiness is in heaven is when people repent the joy in heaven is hmm? i remember that song oh, i re- i like like i like that song um all hail the power of jesus name let angels prostrate fall okay the angels will prostrate fall when they see the holiness of god and they jump with joy when they say you're repentant sinner of course angels will prostrate fall but we will stand very tall okay that is that is different mm-hmm. we will not prostrate fall hey angels prostrate fall <laughs> what what will you do he will be stoic worship leader will say raise your hands okay reluctantly but what do angels do prostrate fall that's the reason why it says when one sinner turns to repentance what is that great rejoicing in heaven singing and dancing it's remarkable isn't it what gives angels happiness is to see a repentant sinner today if you repent genuinely no what is happening in heaven matsti can you imagine that we people here in our daily mundane simple lives have the capacity to affect heaven when we repent of our sins mhm So true repentance is a gift from God it is a act of God's compassion so understand it's a privilege that God has afforded to us therefore never take this privilege lightly mm-hmm. so what should compassion of God bring us to the next step it should bring about genuine conviction what should it bring everybody say you're not conviction you have no conviction <laughs> if we have experienced the compassion of god what should happen to us there should be genuine conviction it has to bring us to conviction whether that conviction is genuine or not we'll see the response later on but it has to bring us bring us to conviction so in order in order to bring about this compassion as i told you god gives us preachers and teachers of the word of god that is the reason why i told you in i started with that verse in second timothy chapter 2 it says the servant of the lord must be what gentle and kind in meekness trying to instruct those who are in opposition they are the opposition party and we want to make them in your party by doing bharat jodo okay i don't know <laughs> whether that will be possible but see they so bring about what conviction so what does he do he sends servants genuine servants anointed with the spirit let us read this particular passage from the book of jonah the word of the lord came unto jonah the second time and by the way what does jonah mean it's interesting do you know what the word jonah means oh my dear brothers the beauty of god even in naming his servants huh no 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 jonah means dove a picture of what the holy spirit jonah dove yona 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 okay 
the one who has been what? Actually, it's a picture. Who was Jonah again? Is a type of Christ. After he resurrected and he was ascended into end, what did he do? He took captivity captive and he did what? Gave gifts to men. Some were what? Apostles. Some were prophets. Some were evangelists. Some were shepherds and uh, shepherds and teachers go together. Okay. So fivefold giftings he has given after he rose from the dead. So Jonah, no, he's in the belly um, fish of the belly of the fish for three days and three nights is a picture of the resurrection. Now he is risen and he's given, he has taken captivity captive. And what did it, what did he do? He gave ministers empowered and anointed by the Holy Spirit to preach the gospel of compassion. How do I know this? Jonah chapter 4 verse 11. Ah, thank you. Yes. Jonah chapter 4 verse 11. Should I not have what? Compassion. You know why Jonah I sent you? To be a minister of my compassion. What are you going to minister? Compassion. Sometimes maybe when I'm ministering, I'm not ministering compassion. I don't know. <laughs> I, was, I was actually really the other way. I was convicted. I was uh, listening to Derek Prince. And he was telling, you know, when the ministers of the word of God, when they minister, they should minister the Holy Spirit and no other spirit. What a tremendous, a tremendous warning, no? After that, I had to fast and pray. I said, boy, let me minister the spirit and not any other spirit. Hmm? Compassion. Should I not have compassion, Jonah? I said, what does he do? He goes to, uh, sorry, uh, goes to Nineveh and he preaches the gospel. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. A second time saying, arise, go to Nineveh, that great city and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. I like that. <laughs> preach unto them the preaching that I bid thee. Let me tell you something. It is through the preaching, not discussing. What is that? Preaching. Let us discuss the word of God. <laughs> Repentance will not come. Philip went to Samaria and preached Christ. And the entire city turned. The eunuch was reading Isaiah chapter 53. And he said, what are you reading? Do you understand? How do I know if nobody understands? And what did he do? He preached Christ. After he preached Christ and he saw water, what is going to stop me from getting baptized? If you believe, you can get baptized. Immediately he is baptized. Preached. So it's the preaching of the gospel. Okay. Keep how to forget it. Keep forgetting. Otherwise, I'm not able to read certain things. Okay. Acts chapter 2. Look at what, happen, what happens. Acts chapter 2. So the preaching happens and what should preaching bring? The compassion of God expressed through preaching should bring what? Conviction. Acts chapter 2 verse 36. Therefore, let us all, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this Jesus whom you crucified both Lord and Christ. And what happened? They were what? Cut to their hearts. And they said, men and brethren. They are very practical. The Jewish people, no? Very practical. MGL. What shall we do? What shall we do? See the response. When See, conviction has to bring true repentance. But not everybody responds this way. There are several kinds of responses. Let me show a few kinds of responses. Okay, Few responses to the preaching of the word. Acts chapter 7. This is when Peter, sorry, Stephen has been, he's giving uh, this uh, 
He gives a message to the Sanhedrin and after that they are very upset. By the way, the word Stephen means, you know what? Crown, wreath. Okay, that's what it means, Stephanos. Okay. Acts chapter 7. Acts chapter 7 and verse 51. You stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the who? The Holy Spirit. So I told you, right? The minister Jonah means what? Dove. If you are coming under conviction and responding the way God wants you to respond, you're not rejecting or rebelling against the Holy Spirit. But if you are, what he says, which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? Hmm? And they killed those who foretold the coming of the of the just one, of whom you now have become the betrayers and murderers, who have received the law by the direction of the angels and have not kept it. And then he goes on to say, when they heard these things, they were also, and they, oh, conviction, but after that conviction, kopam. What did they get? They got very upset and angry. They were offended. And what did they do? They finished off the messenger. So let me tell you something. How you treat messengers of God. You know what it says in, I think, uh, Hosea. He says, they, I rose, I, I, uh, I rose up for them prophets, or rather I, uh, ordained prophets for them, and I also rose up Nazarites. So what did they told, what did they tell my prophets? They told my prophets don't prophesy. And you know what they caused my Nazarites to do? They caused them to get Drunk. That's what he did. That's what the people of Israel did. They were, they, they were cut to their hearts, but they gnashed with their teeth. Now think about it. No? Let us be yadardam. Honest with ourselves. How many of you, when there was a call to repentance, were angry? You didn't show that anger. Deep down, you know how that anger gets mm, expressed in several ways. You argue out, you argue your your way out of repentance, basically. God wants you to repent, but you argue your way out of repentance. You get angry. What does he know about my situation? But God knows. Hmm? God knows. There's a response. How does your response? Do you get angry? Or do we say, men and brethren, what should we do? Another response. Look at what it says in Acts chapter 17. Truly, these times of ignorance God has overlooked. But now, ah, everybody read that? Ah. Repentance is a gift, but it's also a command. It is a gift which is commanded. <laughs> if you can understand that. Only God can do such things. Huh? But now, what? Commands all men everywhere. All men everywhere. What should they do? Repent. Because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world. See, let me tell you something. If you are not thorough in your repentance, God will be very thorough in his judgment. His judgment will be very, very thorough. He will not be like, you know, jande, chalega, no, 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 no. Tharu. That is the reason why he says, knowing the terror of the Lord, what do we do? We persuade men. We must all appear before, we must M-U-S-T, before the Bhima seat of Christ. 
to give an account of the things that we have done in this body. Whether they be good or whether they be bad. Therefore, knowing the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. So he commands. Why? Because he will judge the world. How? In righteousness. There will be no unjust scales and balances in heaven. Absolutely just. By the man whom he has ordained, he has given assurance of this to all. By doing what? By raising him from the dead. And you know what happened? The response now. The command, the call is to repentance and the response. And when they heard of this resurrection from the dead, some mocked. That is one response. The second one, some said, we will hear again on this procrastination. And the response, as if God is available at your disposal. He's a Johnny on the spot who will come and serve your dinner. What do you need, sir? That is the reason why. It's a privilege, as I said. I introduce a word, privilege. He has granted Gentiles the privilege of repentance. What, what did they say? Okay, we will think about it later on. We will procrastinate. Procrastination, my dear brothers and sisters. It will be too late if you procrastinate. I'll show you some examples. So Paul departed from... See, the moment he saw this response, Paul did not waste one minute over there. It's like a dove. Your dove is very sensitive. So whenever you see some kind of a response, you know, you know dove, right? Even if you walk 10 meters away and he's feeding there, if he gets a wind of your movement, he'll run off. Very sensitive. So Paul departed from among them. He said, I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to waste time on these people who say, okay, we will think about it later on. As if the question of God can be thought about. It cannot be on the discussion table. Somebody said something, you know. If something comes from God's table, it should not be put on the discussion table. Finished. Over. Freeze. Lock kar diya jaye. Then, look at the next one. However, some men, what did they do? The other translations will use, they clung to Paul. I want to go where this dove is taken. As many as are what? Led by the Spirit. They are the children of God now. Wherever this man goes. And they clung to the man. That is the reason why how you respond and how you respond to the messengers of God is very important. Very, very important. Notwithstanding the fact that they may be having so many uh, um, shortcomings. You know, it says all scripture cannot be broken. John's Gospel chapter 10 verse 35. Everybody knows that. Okay. All scripture is given by the inspiration of God. It says, also says, prophecy did not come by private interpretation, but men of God were moved by the Holy Spirit and they prophesied. Now how can fallible men give an infallible word? Is a question. Am I right? The how can fallible men give the infallible word? The answer again is very interesting. It is from the Bible. It says, The words of God are pure words. What words? Pure words. As silver tested in the furnace. How many times? Seven times. Who is the furnace? 
spirit is a furnace spirit is a heat in the furnace how many times does he does he purify seven times what kind of vessels earthen vessels so he uses imperfect men purifies them with the holy spirit perfectly purifies them and when they express the words of god it becomes scripture that is the reason why Paul has the audacity. Why is Paul's, like pastor keeps telling us, no? How come Paul's words are scripture? You know why? Because he has the audacity to say, we have this treasure in what kind of vessels? Earthen vessels. I have been purged in the, in the furnace of affliction seven times completely, perfectly. The Lord has purged me and therefore what I'm expressing is, is just not mere experience or not my thoughts. It is God who spoke through me. And that is what we, that is also being endorsed by Peter in Second Peter chapter 3 verse 17 when he says, as my brother our dear brother Paul, according to the wisdom that God has given him, he also wrote to you with where unstable men, what do they do? They pervert it as they do what? Other scriptures. So he's comparing the words of God, Paul, the epistles of Paul to what? Scripture. That is how scripture becomes infallible. Understand this. So, infallible men, they might be infallible. I mean, if the scripture is infallible, is fallible men, they are going through affliction. How come David's Psalms are scriptures, Baba? Hey, David, you sinned. Stop writing scripture. We will not read any other thing that you wrote. No, everything is written. <laughs> everything is written. And even his fall is recorded for all to see. We'll come to that confession. That is confession. I'm going ahead of myself. Okay. Psalm 51. Everybody to see. However, some men joined themselves to Paul. Mm-hmm. So this morning, in your repentance, if it has brought you conviction, how do you respond to the word? Do you procrastinate? Do you think you can manufacture this repentance anytime that you want? When God is moving, you know what you should say? Lord, 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 you said, Lord, this year is a year of repentance, a time frame that you have given to us so that we can turn to you, Lord. Enable us not to fight your spirit. Enable us not to fight your word. Enable us not to fight your servants. Understand that. Otherwise, it will be unprofitable for you. Mm-hmm. Acts chapter 24 Mr. Felix the Great and after some days when Felix came with his wife Drusilla who was Jewish he sent for Paul and heard him concerning the faith of Christ faith in Christ, you know, he wants faith now but you cannot get this faith unless you repent Baba this access, access to faith is, is only through this path of repentance repentance towards God and faith in Christ. Hmm? Now as he reasoned about righteousness, self-control and the judgment to come, Felix was afraid and answered, go away for now when I have a what? Convenient time. I told you, no? how you treat God. I'll tell you something. When opportunity is rocking, knocking with a million dollar, it's a million dollar door, and this poverty also is knocking at the same time. What do you choose? I will wait. Opportunities don't come like this. Convenient time. The word for time is kairos. Convenient time. I'll tell you, it's like this, no? When you buy from more supermarket regularly, you acquire points. Hmm? Then he will get an SMS. 
so many points have been acquired redeem these points within 31st december now 31st december has passed now you go to more, more supermarket and argue he says sir there's ways to argue with me sir the system is not going to allow you what should i have done you should have redeemed your points before 31st it's not waste, sir. I have been such a loyal customer. How can you do this to me, sir? It is waste arguing with me. The system will not allow you. If you want to argue, argue with the system. Computer, can we allow this man to redeem his points? Sorry, the algorithm will not allow. That is the reason why the Bible says, redeem the what? That time, you know what the word for time is? Chaos. Redeem the opportunities that God has given you now because tomorrow you will not get those opportunities again. I'm telling you something, my dear brothers and sisters. It is a solemn warning to all of us. Some people are procrastinating and procrastinating and procrastinating. Let me tell you, there will be a time where even if you want to repent, you cannot. Because it's a gift from God. So this year... God has given us an incredible promise. The greatest promise. You know, one of the things that I love in the Bible, one word I love in the Bible is repentance. I love it. I can preach repentance through the year if I, if I have to. I love it. The same word I will preach another time with same enthusiasm because I love it. Convenient time. There's no convenient time. Now. Look at what it says again, Acts chapter 24. Look at how that, how he responds. Meanwhile, also he hoped that money would be given to him. Can you imagine by Paul? You think Paul is going to give you money? That he might release him. Therefore, he sent for him, for him more often and conversed with him. Paul said, <laughs> repentance, <laughs> judgment to come. Oh, this time, it's getting harder and harder and harder. It is December 31st over now. Time has gone. Now you can redeem your opportunities to repent. It's over. It's over. So don't procrastinate, my dear brothers. So this year, kal kare so, aaj kar, aaj kare so, ab, abhi, abhi, abhi. Okay? Not kabhi, 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 abhi. Look at one remarkable example in, in Hebrews. You know, we, we, we know the word fornic, fornication by definition. Many people think it is a, a sex outside marriage. It's fornication. But the essence of fornication. What is a, what is the spirit behind fornication? What is the attitude of a fornicator? What is, a, who is a biblical fornicator? The quintessential fornicator, if you will. The, the fornicator par excellence. Ah, yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, okay. So if, if, in, in other words, uh, the, the Spirit of God through the writer of Hebrews is, is carrying the entire old covenant and is want to, he wants to get the perfect definition and the personification of a fornicator and he zeroes in on one person. Who's that fellow? Okay. Hebrews chapter 12. Look at what he says. Lest there be any fornicator. Now think about for Esau. Like, uh, or a profane person like Esau. No, you think about it. In the record of Esau, did you find Esau fornicating any time? No. But in the eyes of God, he's what? Fornicator. Okay, we know Judah fornicated. We know David committed adultery. But what about Esau? 
But this is this is the biblical definition of a fornicator who for one morsel of food sold his what? Birthright. No, he's coming. No, he's like he's a man given over to the flesh. Okay. He is like father, like son. Isaac and him go together. Both love mutton. They cannot, they'll come and he's tired and he comes home. Okay, the other day, no? I was having, I was, I was fasting the, the whole day and I wanted to have, wanted to have a dinner. Okay, this was a partial fast. So when I go home, I want my kind of food. After all, I deserve it because I fasted the whole day, Baba. So I said, uh, make me a double omelette. But the kitchen is closed. I don't care. We don't have eggs in the kitchen, in the, in the, in the, in the fridge. Let us swiggy then. What has happened? What's the whole purpose of fasting? The irritation is coming out. So when this Mr. Esau comes, if he, everybody has an Esau, okay, don't, don't as act as if, okay, no, 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 Vijay pastor is so bad, I'm better. No. <laughs> so, so everybody has an Esau. So Esau comes home and he says, Bob, hungry and suddenly, I think Jacob knows Esau's, his, Esau's, uh, weakness, no? He's fanning the lentil soup like this. Okay. And the smell is going into the entrance of the house and Esau, he enters in. What is that? What is that? What is that? What is that? Lentils. Dal, sambar, whatever. Please, sambar, you are Can you imagine for sambar and birthright? That is a biblical fornicator. Do you understand? In other words, a man who is consumed by the temporal. Consumed by the temporal. In that way, Demas is a fornicator. You know why? He was consumed by the temporal. And what did he do? He gave up the privilege of ministering along along with the greatest apostle in history. I know if in hindsight, if if Paul were to recruit us, Baba, I mean, I don't know if he will shortlist a resume, that is different. In hindsight, think about it now. If you were given the opportunity to, to minister alongside with Paul, and he says, Paul. Come on, Vijay. In other words, uh, you have a time machine now. You can go back in time. And God says, okay, Vijay, you don't want to minister with the possible? How many of you would like to do it? I think I would somehow. I want to do it. Even though I know it is difficult. It's a privilege. Because I see what is coming later on. But what does Dimas do? The epitaph on Dimas. Dimas' tomb. As read by the Holy Spirit. The epitaph on Dimas' tomb as read by the Holy Spirit. Dimas forsook Paul having loved this present age. Full stop. Fornicator. Fornicator. And look at what happens. For you know that afterward when he wanted the blessing, what is the blessing he wanted? He wanted the birthright. 
the birthright he wanted that is the blessing he wanted and he sought it how diligently with tears he sought the birthright with tears but he could not get the birthright you know why because he found no place for repentance because it's over time's up over i mean i mean is there is there a choice is there a choice? Is there a choice? If Yahweh is God, worship Him. If Baal is God, worship Him. And is there a choice? Is there a choice for us? Mm-hmm. Understand that? Because He did not find place for what? Repentance. That is the reason why one of the impossibilities of God, I mean I did not put that verse because it will frighten you even more. But it is good to be scared and circumspect in the beginning of the year. So that we don't waste time and opportunity. It says, it is impossible for a man to be what? Led back to repentance who has one tasted the good word of God, the powers of the age to come. If he turns away deliberately to renew them back to repentance is impossible. Kya baat hai? I thought nothing is impossible with God. But not with this man. Because he has deliberately made a choice now to turn his back on God. Notwithstanding all the wonderful spiritual experience that he had in his life. Mm -hmm. Understand therefore, there is a time, my dear brothers and sisters, there is a time for repentance. There is a time for opportunity. This might seem a very innocuous gathering. Nothing ostensibly great about this. But you know what? There is divine intervention. There is divine visitation. There is a ministry of the Holy Spirit. There is an anointing when brothers dwell together in unity. And if we miss that anointing, you will be like that virgins who went. They were virgins. Notwithstanding the fact that they were virgins, they did not have oil. The bridegroom has come. Ten is a number of congregation, by the way. Ten also, the lampstand has ten branches, I mean, seven branches with, with three extra, uh, those containers to contain oil. Ten is the number of congregation. Five wise, five foolish. For what did the five virgins have? They had oil, they were circumspect, they took every opportunity to gain, gain the anointing, have, have oil. And you know what happened? The bridegroom came. The, the time of the bridegroom is announced now, and they did not have oil. Their, 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 their lamps are burning out. And they said, no, go go outside and buy oil for yourself. Now, where is he going to buy oil from now? Where will you, where will you get genuine oil? Who's going to sell that oil? How do you know that is genuine oil? See, it's a time. It's a time. It is appointed for man to die only once. Judgment. After that is a judgment. Second mm-hmm. Corinthians chapter 6, verse 1 onwards. Look at what he says. We then as workers together with him also plead with you. <laughs> you know, Paul is like literally Sashtanga Namaskaram is doing. He's falling on his face literally before the people. You know, somebody, uh, uh, the other day I was, I was, uh, I was in an engagement sermon and my, uh, my, my uncle was talking about how God, when he created man, when he created man in his own image, it says, God created, it says, God kneeled, knelt down and he breathed into Adam. Can you imagine God kneeling before man? <laughs> I, I thought it was a fantastic picture. God kneeling before man. 
And he literally, Paul is saying, I kneel before you and I plead with you. Please, 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 please. Don't receive the grace of God in me. I beg of you. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. I'm pleading on behalf of God. I'm saying as ambassadors of Christ, we plead with you, be reconciled with God. God has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Because there's, a time, there's going to be a time. You know, the first thing a country does before it declares war on a nation, what does it do? It takes away the embassy and the ambassadors. And what are we? Ambassadors in this world. The first thing God will do before he brings judgment into this world, you know what he's going to do? He's going to lift the church up. The restrainer is gone. The time is over now. So, for he says, in an acceptable time, not a convenient time. What time? Ah, acceptable time. There is no convenient time, Baba. There is only acceptable time. There is divine time. He has made everything beautiful. In whose time? His time, not your time. There is no Indian stretchable time. Or, or uh, what, what time? Actually, it is God's stretchable time only now. Because he doesn't want anybody to perish. He's stretching. That's the reason why it's called long suffering. For he says, in an acceptable time, I have heard you. And in the day of salvation, I helped you. Behold, what then? Now. Now. Ippudu? Now. Ippudu. Irojgadu. It is not today. It is now. Today we don't know. Today is not guaranteed. Who knows? There are so many people, no? 2023 was a stunning year. People, till the last day they were dying. Giving us information and going. Parables before our eyes. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Therefore, you know what Psalm 32 says? Look what he says. For this cause, everyone who is godly shall pray to you in a time when you may be found. (laughs) It is not you will be found. What is that? You may be found. Now, God has given us, in His mercy and His compassion, He has given us this year. I'm going to visit you this year with repentance. If you search me, you will be found of me. But because I cried to you and did not answer, I will also laugh at your calamity, it says in Proverbs chapter 1. And He says, if because you despise me and you did not take my reproof and my correction, when you cry out to me, I will not answer you anymore. And distress and anguish will come upon you. So now, now is a day. He says, you in it. Surely in a flood of great waters they shall not come near you. You are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. Therefore, 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 the true repentance starts with the compassion of God. It brings you to conviction and therefore conviction, the third point has to lead you to what? Contrition. Contrition. What is contrition? You know what, what, what the word for contrite means? Contrite means to make yourself as dust. That's what it means. The word dust and contrition go together. As for man, his days are like grass, like the flower of the field, so he flourishes. For he remembers their frame, he knows that they are what? Dust. Lead you to contrition. Put your mouth in the dust, in other words. Understand who you are without the mercies of God. All the glory of man is like the flower of grass. It says, the grass withers, the flower fades, and the glory thereof remembers it no more. But he who does the will of God abides forever. 
What do you want to be this time? Because it's the will of God to repent. To repent is the will of God. Not willing that no man should perish. That means it is the will of God that you should repent. It should lead you to what? Contrition. Psalm 51 verse 17. The sacrifices of God, we saw that, are a broken spirit, are a broken and a contrite heart. Oh God, you will not despise. You know what? It says what, what kind of a, of an, of a, of an identity that God gives us to, uh, gives us, gives to us in the new covenant. He says, you are a kingdom of priests and a what? Holy nation. You are what kind of people? Royal priesthood. I have made you into a spiritual house and what should, what should the priests do? They should offer what? Spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God. And you know what is, what, what is the one spiritual sacrifice that you offer to God which is acceptable to, acceptable to Him? Is repentance or actually a broken and a contrite heart. A contrite heart. Well, you know what contrition means? Lord, if you do not visit me, I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm over, Lord. My history is gone. I'm dust. You know, let's remember when Abraham is, uh, Haggling, if I have to use the word very reverently, haggling with God. If there are 40 righteous, 40, I mean 50 righteous, he starts with 50, 40, 35, etc. He says, please have compassion upon me. Uh, I am dust, I know, I am dust. You know, he's constantly reminded of the fact that he's dust. He's dust, dust, dust. You know what dust is, no? You know what dust, what do we do with dust? Oof, gone. That is what does we do with dust. That's exactly what God could have done with us. But what does he do? He pours the word of God. He anoints us with the spirit and he makes us into a vessel of honor. What a privilege. Do you want to despise that? Hmm? This year. Look at the response of the preaching of Jonah. That is the reason why it says in Matthew chapter 11, if I'm right, the men of Nineveh will rise with this generation because when they heard the preaching of Jonah, they Repenting. But great, the one man greater than Jonah is here. Hmm. He has spoken in these last days to his son. Or rather in his son. So look at what it says in Jonah's, Jonah's gospel. Yeah, Jonah's gospel. Chapter 3. So the people of Nineveh, what did they do? They believed God. How did they believe God? They looked at the preaching of Jonah and they believed God. That's what it means. Mm-hmm. They heard the preaching of Jonah and they believed God. And what did they do? They proclaimed a past fast, put on sackcloth and look at the order. From the where? From the greatest to the least. It is not from the least to the greatest. It is a descending order of authority. Everybody. <laughs> from the greatest. You, you think you are greatest? First of all, remove that. Pride clothes. Out. Including the king. And what did the king do? He emptied his throne. He remembered now. Baba, I'm dust. The word came to the king of Nineveh and he rose from his throne, laid aside his robe, covered himself with sackcloth and sat in ashes. This is repentance. This is contrition. Sat in ashes. You know what they're saying? Lord, if you do not have mercy, we are only appealing to your mercy. It is literally like that man, Bartimaeus, who's saying, Son of mercy! Son of, I'm sorry, son of David, not son of mercy. Okay, son of David, have mercy upon me. And they asked him to keep quiet. What did he do? Shouted even more. <laughs> Please don't pass me by. In other words, you know what? After this, I don't know. My opportunity will come or not. It might be over for me. This is the last opportunity. 
he cried he cried out even louder so this time cry out even louder from your heart this morning maybe i don't know i don't know for some of you maybe you should cry out don't go and pray in your heart in your room here you can pray in your heart in your room cry out even jesus cried out in secret how do we do? how do we pray manasulo prarthana chestunta in my mind read out loud cry out loud pray out loud cry out in your secret so first the compassion of god should bring about conviction that should lead to contrition and that leads to what true, true confession i'll let me tell you i'll make a statement a very uh, not a qualified statement i'm going to qualify the statement your confession has to be as broad as your transgression okay note note that again okay your confession should be as broad as your transgression if you sin against god you confess to god if you sin against your neighbor you confess to god and your neighbor if you sin against your neighbors neighbors ah it is not easy baba you know one of the most difficult thing for us to say is sorry and if somebody some people say sorry without meaning it we get angry you said sorry but you didn't mean it it is not coming from your heart hmm heard that la- language somewhere from your own mouth i know you are saying sorry but you are just saying sorry to satisfy me but sometimes that is the reason why confession should be as broad as your transgression so some people it is so broad richard bumran gave this very interesting example there is one woman uh who came to the church and she was weeping and crying and and you know what ah uh, she was uh, and richard bumran came to her and she said and he said lady don't cry so much i know god sees your heart come here let me take you to the field you know he put a big stone on her your sin is like this big stone okay throw the stone over here and walk away she threw the stone and she walked away and another lady came to him and she and, he, and she said i also want to have that kind of an experience why can't i have that kind of experience you know what he said he took her to the same field yeah your sin is lot like one one stone it is like small 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 stone scattered all around the field pick them all first pick them all some some things are impossible which stone should i pick up think about it no for example you slander somebody i mean that is absolutely wrong i'm just giving an example maybe some things you said about me okay okay i mean i i i, I don't i mean it doesn't matter now okay but it you said about me okay now later on you got convicted of your sin but you in your zeal religious zeal and your righteous anger etc you conveyed that message to several people as gospel truth you never proclaim the gospel but you proclaim the lie hey, that is very very true no how people they never proclaim the gospel hey brother repent of your sins no 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 you know what pastor did they will say like 
that they will say but they will never say repent of your sins okay that is okay that is that is besides the point we'll argue about that later hmm? now that that has gone to all around the world now you come to pastor and say pastor please forgive me i'm contrite my repentance should be as broad as my transgression i repented against god and me also now pastor will say okay do one thing go to everybody that you proclaim this message and say sorry can you imagine impossible possible. That is the reason why it says in the book of Leviticus, you know what he says? One of the things that you should not be, you should not be a tail bearer among your brothers. Carrying one information to another home. Like a bird. You know what happened? You know what happened? You know what happened? It's called Twitter. (laughs) After that, your repentance and your confession, sometimes it will be impossible, Baba. How can, how much can you make restitution after that? Think about it. Okay, sir, hello, Jinjin. Why did I take my break? Break ke baad? Hmm? <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. Now, some, some boys are very dangerous also. No boys, I'm talking about boys. I love you. I'll marry you. Okay? I love you. I'll marry you. Later on, no, 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 no. Sorry. After a while, phone's off. This guy is not even available anywhere. He's gone. He's disappeared. He's become CIA. Undercover agent. about it, no? How many boys do that? Now, of course, girls are not any different. Uh, no, less, no, I don't open my mouth because I have three girls in my house. They will start a mutiny. I don't know. I don't want to start that, no? <laughs> Understand this? Understand this? So, if your repentance, if your confession has to be as broad as your transgression, better to, better to sin against very few people. <laughs> Uh, I'm t- <laughs> so have you friends and sin against them very much no problem <laughs> understand this huh look at this Luke's gospel 15 I, I like the rich young ruler okay Looks uh, not rich young ruler the uh, prodigal son yeah rich young ruler huh? but when he came to himself he said, how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough to, enough and to spare and perish? So this is a compassion of his father. He understands the compassion of his father. And that brings conviction. Conviction brings contrition. Contrition has to lead to what? Confession. So what does he do? He rehearses this confession. Look at what he says. I will arise. Let me tell you something. Let me make a point. Categorical statement. Repentance is not a feeling. It is an act of will. I will, I will, I will, I will. Oh, I felt and I cried and I wept. Nothing changed. Same old, same old. Because your will has not been touched. See, salvation is the salvation of your soul, as we heard. Am I right or not? So, where is the will? It is in the soul. It is in the soul. But if your will has not been changed, did you really repent? It is like that man who had two sons. Son, go and do this. He said, I will. But he did not. The other fellow said, I will not. 
But later on, he changed his mind. So what is the proof that he changed his mind? He went and did it. What his father asked him to do? I will come to that later. I'm just going ahead of myself because I don't know, I may not have the time. So just keep that in mind. It is an act of will. So he will and he says, Father, I have sinned. It is a confession. Against heaven and against you. You see that? Against you. You say it out, you speak it out because he is the apostle and the high priest of my. What is that? Don't you think? It's how some people think, you know, if I don't confess, God will not know. <sighs> Thank you, Jesus. No. He knows very much. You cannot hide. It's not like, you know, a, a cat drinking the milk with its eyes closed. No. Everybody, everything. It says, the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding, or actually, actually the word is, watching over that which is good and that which is evil. Mm-hmm. And no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. That is confession. You have to say that. Whether the father will interject in the middle and finish that off also, that is different. That is on the father's side. We leave it to the magnanimity of the father. But what about you? How about your, how about your confession? In other words, Lord, that I'm repenting is a privilege. It's a privilege and I take it. I'm not going to despise the riches of your goodness. Mm -hmm. So look at what happens in the time of Jonah. And he caused it to be what? Proclaimed and published throughout Nineveh by the decree of the kings and his nobles saying, saying, you see that? Saying, saying, let neither man or beast, herd or flock taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink water. But let man and beast be covered with sackcloth. Cry mightily to God. Let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence of their sin. Look at how he thinks about God. Look at the way, his, his, his knowledge about God. Look at what he says. Who can tell? Who can tell? It's not like God should look at my repentance and turn. No, 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 no. Who can tell? He's the master. I can only appeal for his mercy. Who can tell? Understand this. Hmm? Psalm 32. When I kept silent, <laughs> lot of people, nothing ma, ma, ma. Look ma, no hands. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. That's what children say. What happened to this? I don't know. Nothing. I don't know. I did not do anything. I mean, sometimes I feel they're insulting my intelligence. And you know, I'm Dr. Vijay Tokota, basically. <laughs> basically, that is what my degree is. Don't you know what it takes for me to become a doctor? And you are saying, look, my no hands. I don't know. I don't know. Ma. I didn't know. To. I mean, we, we, Ma, I did not do anything. Oh, really? That is what we call as Mohanavrath. People, when they are supposed to be silent, they are not silent. And when they are supposed to open their mouth, they don't open their mouth. When I kept silent, what happened? My my bones, basically. God broke your bone. Thank God. 
through my groaning all day long for day and night your hand was heavy upon me it was the conviction of the holy spirit upon the life of david and he could just not contain it anymore he hid it he hid it is miserable now then what did i do i acknowledged my sin to you my iniquity i did not hide from you i said i will confess i will confess my transgressions to the to the lord and you forgave the iniquity of my sin that is the process therefore proverbs chapter 28 verse 13 for the 2565th time he who covers his sin will not prosper but whoever confesses and forsakes will obtain because mercy is a gift from god no compassion will obtain mercy therefore james chapter 5 confess your trespass to one another if you have sinned against the other person and pray for one another that you may be ah today pastor was talking about health healing lot of you got lot of sicknesses you know why one of the reasons is because you sinned against another person simple and what are you doing you will not open your mouth i remember i think derek uh, possum what is what is it david possum right david david possum no he had an elder in the church whom he couldn't get along with but one day that elder was in the hospital so derek possum went to visit him he couldn't get get on with the elder and elder also had issues with him but he went there that day and the elder said david i didn't like you much and he says same feelings over here same to you <laughs> as of well, nothing okay then he said no 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 problem we'll do one thing let us reconcile i'll confess my faults to you can you do one thing as a, as my pastor can you put the anointing oil on my head and pray for me you know what happened that day he was just not physically healed but he received healing into his body into his soul and into his spirit much beyond contrition that led to confession which brought healing lot of people has not healed you know why because they withhold confession you do not know what that person did to me you will die in your sin baba like ahithophel the quintessential man of incredible wisdom but he hid his bitterness deep down in some of his heart and one day or the other it will come out mm-hmm. one john chapter 1 if we say we have no sin what do we do you see god is not mocked it is for your own good you understand that <laughs> it is for your own good baba that's what he says if you don't do that god is not mocked god is not mocked whatsoever a man so that's exactly what he's going to reap if you sow in the flesh you will reap corruption if you sow to the spirit you will lead it on a if you will reap it on a life what do you want to sow and what do you want to reap is your question see if we confess our sins he is just not faithful he is also just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all our unrighteousness mm mm-hmm. otherwise we will make him a liar let us not do that 
Okay. So, true repentance, the compassion of God, should bring you to conviction, which should lead to contrition, which leads to true confession, and then that results in genuine submission. What is that? Genuine submission, meaning, you no, know, you're not carrying offense. You're saying, you know what, now I will come under authority and submit myself to the leading of God and to the people whom God placed in my life. That is how I escape the snare of the devil. Submission means humility, right? Submission and humility go together. And what is the devil? He is proud. What is the snare of the devil? He will put pride and ego and offense in your heart. And he will say, this is a shame. Don't do this, etc., etc., etc. That is a snare. Escape from that snare. Escape. Don't say, Lord, I don't care what people think about me. I want to escape from that snare. I only, I'm only interested as to what, as to what you think about me. Because only that matters. Through submission, because that is one of the snares of the devil is to become offense. And so many people, they work themselves out of repentance because of, because of offense. And therefore, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 11 verse 6, Blessed is the man who is not, what? Offended because of me. You know why they get offended? Because there is no depth in their conversion and their repentance. Very, very shallow. Very shallow. Feelings. Lightly. Full candy cotton. They only want chocolates. Second Timothy chapter 2. And they, that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil. That is submission. Look at what he says. This is the confession of, of, of this, of this man, of this, of the prodigal son. Look at what he says. He says, you know what? I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your, what does that mean? I want to come under your submission now. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. To surrender myself under you. I'm not offended. I do, I will not get proud when you, when you correct me in the house. I know now all you meant for me was good. Understand this. I'm willing to come under your submission. Other thing, sometimes otherwise what will happen? You will, you know, boast about your self-righteousness and your, and your resume and you will get offended. You will go back home dignified. Only one man will go back home justified. Who's that person who genuinely confessed and said, you know what, Lord, I am a sinner. Have mercy. I'm not even worthy. Escape. Escape the snare of the devil. Come under genuine submission. Because a, ge- a devil is a rebel, is a rebel, and all his children are rebels. That is Adam. Who is he? He's a rebel. He's a quintessential rebel, is a devil, and all the children of, of the devil are in Adam, and they're all rebels. Escape that snare. Come under submission. Because when you are come under submission, there is protection. God will protect you. When you, even if your authority is not genuine, but you come under God ordained covering, He will protect you in the place where you are. Except, of course, when there is an abusive leadership like Saul, what you have to do is run. But you still don't point your fingers against Him or raise your finger against Him. Because you, un- you understand that all authority comes from God. Very difficult to say Amen, no? Everybody is silent. Nobody say, wants to say Amen. Mm, yeah, see, only one amen will come. <laughs> Very difficult to say amen. You will be blessed this year, brother. Amen. No, but this, this, these kinds of things, not very much. The tax collector, what did he do? He stood afar. This fellow was boasting in his resume. That guy stood afar and he said, Lord, have compassion, have mercy. That brings true submission. 
So, compassion of God leads you to conviction. You'll be brought to submission. You'll be led to contrition, which will lead you to true confession, which will bring about about true submission, and that will be the end of all opposition. <laughs> that is contradiction. You know something? Every time you disobey God, you are opposing yourself. You know that? You know, it's like this, no? This is iPhone 2020. Fantastic camera. Better than your iPhone 3-eyed iPhone. I'll tell you why, because the price that it has, uh, that you pay for this. This is for receiving calls, WhatsApp, browsing, listening, etc. Think about it. This has a life of its own. It has intelligence, no longer artificial. Hmm? Think about it. And he says, I no longer want to be functioning as a cell phone. I want to become a hammer. From now on, you're going to use me to drive nails. What is, what is going to happen to it? It will break itself. What is it doing? It is opposing who? Itself. If you are called to be a man and if you try to be a woman, you are opposing yourself. If you are a woman and you are trying to be a man, you are opposing yourself. You think that that's the reason you are you are opposing yourself? <laughs> you are contradicting your own self. You were never meant to be this way. That's the reason that I like the KJV, the construction in KJV. You know, look at what he says. In meekness, those that oppose themselves. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. They are not steady in themselves. They don't think that, you know, they are actually causing harm to themselves. You understand that? I am in the opposition party. What will happen? If you oppose God, think about it, no? God rules by decree. That is the reason why it's called the kingdom of God. He doesn't rule by vote. He doesn't ask your opinion. Okay? He will rule. That's what I told them, no? If you surrender to the will of God, the will of God will be accomplished in your life. What is the will of God? To go to heaven. If you surrender to the will of God, the will of God will be accomplished in If you don't surrender to God, if you don't surrender to God, the will of God will be accomplished in your in your life. What is that will? To send you to hell. Either way, His will. <laughs> His will will come to pass. Don't oppose yourself. Don't have these. That's the reason the pastor was talking about, you know, full of education you have. You're, that's what Derek Prince says. You know what? You send people to college, you are educating the carnal mind. What happens to that fellow now? This man has got full of arguments. PhDs, H2SO4, etc, etc, etc. Now, to bring him to repentance is virtually impossible. He's got tremendous zeal like Paul. What is he doing? Concerning zeal? Persecuting the church. <laughs> Can you imagine? And then you know what Paul, Jesus says, Paul, Paul, why are you persecuting me? It is hard for you to kick against the goats. You know what is going to happen when you kick against the goats? You are opposing yourself, not me. You have the, the, the license from the government. You have the authority from the Sanhedrin. You have the, you have the, you have the entire legislature, the state, state behind you, notwithstanding that you are opposing me, and therefore you are opposing yourself. You will not last long. You will not last long. You will not last long. The kings of this, rulers of this world are nothing. That's what, that's what Nebuchadnezzar thinks. After the end of his life, Baba, Yano Deya Mahindi. Now I know. 
He is the ruler. I am nothing. The kings and the rulers of this world are world are nothing. He displaces rulers and he puts upon them the basest of men. He is able to do it. So quit opposing yourself. How many arguments we have now? To obey, you don't have reasons. But to not obey, you have arguments. Kya baat hai? Okay, that's the reason why 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Okay, that's the reason why 2 Corinthians chapter 10. What does it say? For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. Who are you warring against, Baba? Yourself. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down what? Arguments, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. What is this? You are willing to lay down your head and give it to Jesus. And say, Lord, you rule me now. My mind is yours. I am stopping all opposition. You pass every bill. You don't have to ask me for my consent. (laughs) Every bill, all authority for you. Understand that? Mm -hmm. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It is not the removal of the mind. It is the renewal of the mind. That you may prove that which is good, acceptable and the perfect will of God. Romans chapter 8. Because the carnal mind is what? Is in enmity against God. A fellow is an enemy. That is the reason why he says, put off put off the old man, which is growing corrupt, which is, which is deceitful desires. Put off the old man, which is growing corrupt, which is with its uh, deceitful desires. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. What should you do? You should be renewed in the spirit of your mind and put on the new man. Where should be renewed? In the spirit or in the attitude of your mind. It's very interesting. The word in Telugu is very interesting. You know what is it? What is it? What it is in Telugu? Chitta vritti andu nutana paracha badina varai. That is being trans, being renewed in the spirit of your mind. You know what the word chitta vritti means? In, in Sanskrit, the word chitta vritti means monkey mind. Koti buddhi. Monkey is there, here. Wants to be always upside down. Hanging by its tail. Have you seen monkeys? They will never come straight to your house. I used to have a friend, Ajay Chagar, when I was a, when I was a small boy. He used to come to our house never by the stairs. Never by the stairs. One terrace to the other terrace, to the other terrace, and to that, uh, what is that called? Paraffet. And we used to hear, boom, Ajay is here. Monkey. Remember? My mom and dad will know it. He used to never come home straight. Monkey is here. That is monkey. Monkey mind. Never straight. Always trying to, you know what monkey is? Are koti lag behave What does that mean? What does it mean, koti? What does it mean? What do you, when we, when we call somebody koti, we know what it means. When you call somebody monkey, we know what it means. When we call somebody donkey, that also we know what it means. Donkey and monkey. Don't play monkey tricks, etc. All monkeys and donkeys in the house become sheep. 
who can become he goats later on. Okay, we'll talk about he goats later on. It's a very interesting study. Joshua chapter 1, therefore he says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Read it loudly. And thou shalt meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have just not success. Good success. Even the qualification of the success is important. Not not any other success. It is good success. Okay. Finally, true repentance is a gift from God. It starts with the compassion of God. Which is, which is, which has to, which will bring you to genuine conviction or other conviction of the Holy Spirit, lead you to contrition, leads you to comp- confession, brings about true submission, ends all opposition, and causes you to genuinely surrender to God. Isaiah chapter six. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, "Whom shall I send? Who will go for us?" Then I said, "What? Here I am. Send me." So shall we all stand this morning? <laughs> First Sunday after watch night service. No? The year 2023 is still young. Amen. The promise still stands. What a promise, huh? Repent, revive, resist. When I heard those two words, three words, I was actually, um, that day also we, was, we were on a fast and I was, uh, I was uh, going on a walk in near my apartment and uh, pastor sent me that. I said, boy, what an amazing thing. All the promises of God, you know, starts with what? Repentance. It's all start. That's the, that's the bottom line. We talk about faith, etc., etc., etc. Faith in God, faith of God. All this is okay, but it starts with repentance. First repentance, then faith. <laughs> that's a path. That's a trajectory. That's the algorithm. Okay. That's the order in God's kingdom. So this morning, if the Lord is convicting you of some sin, maybe in your own words, you can confess to God and say, Lord, Lord, forgive me. Yes, yes. Do take a few minutes. No, you are know, in, in the presence of God. In your own words, in your, quietly. You don't have to say it out loudly. No. God is good. His compassions do not fail. They are new every morning, and He has given us a new year, 2023. What an amazing privilege! Another year, another day, another week, another Sabbath to listen to His word. Another opportunity. To repent, to change, to confess, to put right, to confess, to put away all wrong attitudes, to cry out to God and say, Lord, visit me this morning, Lord. Visit me. Some of us struggling because we have so many arguments in our minds. We are opposing not God. We are actually opposing ourselves. We don't realize that. And God is saying, why do you do this? Why do you oppose yourselves? We are kicking against the goats. God is bringing conviction and we are just trying to run away from him. It's, you can't do it long. We can't. His will will come to pass. We might as well surrender and say, Lord, here I am, Lord. I'll lay down my arguments. I'll lay down all contradiction. If any man wills to do his will, he will know. That's what the word of God says in John's Gospel, chapter 7, verse 17. So this morning, in the quietness of our heart, even as the Spirit of God is leading us this morning, let us confess and surrender ourselves in your own quiet way. That don't, doesn't have to be emotional. If the Lord is giving you tears, you can shed those tears because those tears will cleanse you like it cleansed that woman. Her faith brought her to tears and God saw her tears. 
Some of you don't have tears. It's okay. God sees your heart. Maybe you are grieving in your heart. God sees that too. He's a God who's visited us with compassion. He did not consume us. Thank God. 2023, all of us are still alive in this church, in the land of the living. What an amazing privilege. Let us not take it lightly. The more I think about the goodness of God and, and I think about what God has done for me in all these years, all the plans that I have made for myself, he shattered almost all those plans so that he could not, sh- that those so that those plans don't shatter me. I just want to thank God. Actually, I thank God this morning. I said, thank you, Jesus. I was so close to leaving, so close to running away, so close to running away, running away from my calling. Had it not been for your hand of mercy over my life, I don't know where I would have been, Lord. I don't even know whether 2023 I would see, Lord. It is in your compassion, it is in your mercy that you saw it fit to give me another year in the land of the living. Lord, let me not take it lightly. It's a privilege to repent, Lord. It is a privilege that you're affording to each one of us. Let us not despise the riches of his goodness, his forbearance and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads us to repentance, but let us not harden our hearts. Let us not harden our hearts. Let us not not grow hard because we have an unrepentant and impenitent heart. This morning, I say, Lord, I surrender all opposition, Lord. I just want to put it aside, lay aside all opposition, and I want to surrender. I want to be your child. I want to be your child, Lord. I want to be led by your spirit. I want to be led. I want to go. I want to hear them, Lord. Send me, Lord. Sanctify me. Cleanse me. Use me as an instrument in your kingdom, and let many souls through my life be touched. Because you said, Lord, he became a curse. Christ became a curse on the tree, so that the blessing of Abraham, the promise of the spirit might be given to us, so that through the spirit we can be ministers of his spirit to others and be lord dispersers of his goodness and his mercy to others and bring many many souls into the kingdom of god this year let us not just enjoy the blessings that god has given us let us share those blessings because it's the word of god says it is more blessed to give than to just receive we receive it and we give out Lord, have, have mercy upon us as a church. Have mercy, O Lord. Have mercy, O Lord. Lord, your compassions, they do not fail. Thank you, Lord, for your compassions. Thank you, Father, for 2022. Thank you, Father, for your interventions in our life. Thank you, Father, for interjecting into our decisions, O Lord, and changing the course of our life, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, Lord. And even as we look forward, Lord, we will look forward with hope, Lord. Hope, 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 Lord. Because your mercies do not fail. Your compassions do not fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faith. Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Oh, Jesus, have mercy, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. Visit your people, Lord Jesus. Visit your people, Lord. Lord, the promise that you have given to us, enable us to grasp it with both hands, Lord. Lord, let us not be slack, O Lord, in doing good. Let us be patient. Inherit the promise, Lord, that you have given to us, Lord, because you are not a God who will overlook the labor of love that we have shown, O oh Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Empower your children. Encourage your children. Empower and fill them with your Holy Spirit. Let them go back home with the assurance that they have been forgiven. And they have, let them go back home with the assurance of your presence in their lives so that when they witness, O oh Lord, genuinely, that they will be truly ministers of your Spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. We praise you. We worship you. We give you glory. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with each one of us. And all God's children said, Amen. May the Lord 
richly bless you. Let, us, let him make his face shine upon you. Let him give him peace. Let him give you peace this year. Amen. Turn you to himself. Hallelujah.